All right. This is the Principal Liner Notes. Welcome to episode 106. This has been another episode that is long time and coming. I am here uh, as, as your host and bandmate, Sean Gaylord, but, but I'm also here with the bandmate. Um, and if, and if you, and if you, you, you probably may be confusing my guest perhaps with Ted Lasso, maybe not, I'm not sure. Uh, but, but, uh, it is not Jason Sudeikis. It is not Ted Lasso. It is John Winstrom, who is, Gosh, one one of my heroes, one of my bandmates, and I am so grateful uh, that he is here with us today. John, welcome to the Principal Liner Notes podcast, pal. Sean, thanks so much for having me uh, here. It's been great. We've connected online for several years now, I think five or six, and it's so great to you know to connect again. And I'm honored to be a part of the show. And and as you mentioned, yes, I am totally going for the Ted Lasso look because we have uh, Kindness Week coming up at my school. And so many of the staff members were dressing up as Ted Lasso. So I figured I'd, I'd go all in and go with the stash. So that is, that is great. And, and for those of you that are looking for a, a, a point of reference, John is, is the principal at Riley upper elementary school. Uh, that is a great five through six school. And how many students, John? 650. Ooh, 650, 650 students who are, who are lucky to have your leadership and, and stewardship. Uh, it's in Livonia, Michigan. And uh, I'm again, I, I'm just, yeah, we've connected for so long and this has been great that uh, we'll be able to connect in real time through, through the podcast. And, and one of the things that now, before we go any further, folks must know if they follow you on you know, Instagram or, or Twitter, you are a bit of, you're just a small, just a small aficionado of a certain DC comics icon. And, and, and that is, and that is Superman, correct? Yep. yep. Going, been a fan of the Man of Steel for years. And it started with one poster in my classroom when I was teaching in the nineties. And it has grown into a, a collection with over the years of students, staff, parents bringing me in memorabilia. So now um, I'm fortunate to have a, an office full with it. But um, absolutely huge Superman fan. Always have been. Always will be. So, uh, well, that that li likewise here. I grew up with uh, with with Superman. You and I are around are, are contemporaries of each other. And um, I, um, I'm more of a Batman guy, but I also appreciated Superman and, uh, you know, what, and, and one of the things that, that I really appreciate about, about Superman and, and Batman is, is even though sometimes um, they may not have always been the, the super friends, they may not have always, uh, you know, agreed, agreed with each other. If you follow the, the comic book history or whatever timeline, but but Superman had this this kind of uh, way in which he inspired uh, collaboration. He ins he inspired teamwork, and 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 I know that that is something that that is that is really important to your core as 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 a leader, right? Absolutely, and I would say that uh, inspiring hope and and hopefully being that role model that in inspires others uh was always appealing to me and and as you said john i feel like you know with the whole batman thing of i i love that they are uh friends even though very different because 
they both bring something to the table that the other person uh, needs and appreciates. Uh, you know, they're not carbon copies of each other and it's their differences that make them great. So I think as leaders, we need to look for that too, of who has those pieces that we don't have to, to connect and, and make us both better. So one of the things that, and, and there's this kind of myth about the principle is that we are the Lone Ranger, we are Superman, that we we do fly around and 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 leap buildings in a single bound and 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 we're supposed to be everywhere and do everything for for all. Um and even though Superman is like your guy, you you're 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 definitely not a lone ranger. You're definitely not Superman in the Fortress of Solitude. Every now and then <laughs> there are things that we have to do solo, right? But but mm-hmm. you are very much a a justice league kind of a, of, of a leader uh, in, in which you, you bring together the, the, the some parts of the team to make the whole and, and make great things happen. So, so how, how does a leader do that? How does a leader avoid the Superman complex and, and build this kind of justice league dream team band to make good things happen for kids in the schoolhouse? Yeah, and I, thanks, Sean, I absolutely appreciate that because you, and you and I have talked about this many times of, you know, true leaders, you know, and I, I'm going to credit, I think it's Peter Drucker who said that, you know, true leaders don't make more followers, they make more leaders. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that really is our job. I've always looked at my job um, as uh, building principle of empowering my staff, um, empowering those people around me. Um, and putting systems in place so that, quite frankly, we don't need to be there uh, all the time or, or directing traffic. We're empowering people to take charge and uh, make the magic happen throughout it. That's where the real uh, magic, I think, of leadership is, um, inspiring others, empowering others, um, and you know, leaning on others, too. I always say the, the three words I wished I, I would have said more as a young principal, I don't know. Because uh, as a young principal, I often felt like I needed to have all those answers. And now, um, you know, I, I'll say, I'll get back to you on that. And then I connect with those those people who have more knowledge than I do. And again, it's about putting those people uh, in places and empowering them. You know, that's so true. And, and you know, same same thing here i mean as 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 a principal in in those kind of younger days those early days if you will um i i always felt like i couldn't be vulnerable i always felt like i had to be invulnerable like superman i i had i had to always exude this kind of superhuman strength and 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 i always wanted to have an answer or i always wanted to quickly you know solve solve the problem handle the issue and 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 sometimes my my stubbornness i would go head first into something and then you know land in a pit of kryptonite right Um, (laughs) so so how 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 have how has that kind of served you as 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 a principal in terms of that that kind of building that capacity um with with others or for others well definitely seeking out uh, other people i've always been and i've been fortunate i've always had uh, good mentors 
But throughout my career, I've also constantly sought out others and help. And when um, I first started blogging, and this was years ago, eight, nine years ago, you know, Jennifer Hogan, you know, Craig Vroom, uh, you know, we connected online and we were blogging and, and helping and supporting one another. And then, uh, you know, through Twitter of, you know, connecting with folks and, you know, you, you included of gaining ideas and gleaning things uh, from, from other people. And then now in the past several years of, you know, going to conferences and working with, you know, the Michigan Principals Group and now the National, it's really about, um, I stay connected so much because I want to continuously learn and gain from other people's knowledge. I, I want to, uh, you know, we only know what we know. And so the only way to get out of that rut is to, you know, to connect with others and, you know, what are you doing? And, and if you're really lucky, connecting with people who inspire you and, and you're one of them, you know, to bring back ideas and, and put them into place in your own school. No, I, I appreciate that, John, because you're somebody that, that inspires me. And that is important as principals or, or any leader or any educator that, that we stay connected, that we, we find folks you know, whether it is through Twitter, Instagram, going to conferences, um, you know, lingering around after that either state level meeting or or district level meeting and and just asking folks, I, you know, for, for me, one of the questions I often ask is, hey, what's on your bookshelf? Um, or, you know, what, what are you reading right now? Or who do you follow on on Twitter that um, is is exemplifying this practice or or is doing this? Um, and, and to me, that's so important as, as leaders that, that we, not only that we seek out others, but that we also exemplify that and model that for the people that, that we serve and, and, and the folks that we're trying to build up as, as, as leaders. So in, in your gig, and I, I think when we were talking last time, this is, is this school five or four? as principal uh, five gotcha yep. so 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 where where what would be an example of where you were able to to build that leader up you know or or you know as as, as you quoted drucker that's one of my favorite quotes as well is leadership is not about leading it's it's about creating and nurturing uh, others others to lead it's not about following you right um so so where 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 have you been able to to be like the um the Jim Gordon to that Batman or 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 the uh the the Jonathan Kent here we go you know to to the young Clark Kent where where have where have you been able to kind of get that out and 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 make that happen well you know it it's been a process um you know of of going through years of where where I've had you know great mentors and then somewhere along the the, the, the journey, uh, it turned into where I was helping mentoring other people. Um, and I still have always relied on, I know who my experts are in my building, wherever you're at. I, I'm not the math expert. I'm not the ELA expert. I have people who do that, uh, even technology. I need to be knowledgeable in all areas, uh, but I also need to be able to seek out the and find and support the expertise. But I, th I think along the way too, um, and I think working through, it started with, with MEMSPA, with the Michigan Elementary and Middle School Principals Association of working with, with other people as more of a mentor. 
Um, and now in my, my current role, um, you know, I'm fortunate to have an assistant principal and, and I, I made it very clear um, when we first started working together that my uh, mission, my purpose is to empower her and uh, to have her uh, be able to, you know, shine, you know, in her own light and obviously eventually to, you know, have her own building. And so I guess just along the journey, it switched from being mentored to now mentoring. Um, but I think will always be, I still look for advice from folks. I still seek out that guidance, but now I really look more of my role as how can I empower others and uh, encourage others as well. I think that's so important for us as principals that, that we are that mentor and coach to that assistant principal or that principal intern in, in the building. Um, you know, I very much, and I've, I've made mention of this many times on this podcast and, and with others, um, that my heart is in the classroom. You know, by trade, I am a high school English teacher, and I will always be that person, you know, and at, at some point I see me ending ending my career back in the classroom, whether it is teaching high school English again or, or, or teaching some sort of leadership course or, or, or what have you. Um, and, you know, often with the gig as principal, there, there are those managerial wonky duties that we have to do. Uh, so, some of it is not very interesting. Some of it is not glamorous. And, and there are just the, the duties of, of, of the job at some point, you know, super Superman had to, had, had to take the costume to the dry cleaner and, you know, maybe right. maybe patch a hole in the in the fortress of solitude, right? Uh, or or you know, as Clark Kent, you know, just kind of work the beat and, and covering wherever he was in Metropolis. But I I love the the anytime that I get the opportunity to use the principal office or the schoolhouse as that classroom to teach leadership. I love the fact that you know I, I have assistant principals. Uh, that that I worked with who who are now principals. I love the fact that the very first assistant principal uh, I ever hired and worked with as a principal, she is now the the chief of human resources, um, you know, for her district. Uh, I'm very proud of that. Um, you know, so I, I think it is important, you know, when we talk about, you know, you know, never, you know, as principals that you know you got to get out of the office and and you know one entry point to that is to teach others to lead or to empower others uh, to lead. Absolutely, 100%. And I, I think I mentioned to you last time that one of recently, one of my a teacher that I hired uh, received an award. And, and I tell you, that is the best feeling in the world of somebody that you've hired and or mentored and to see them shine. Um, and it's it's just that ripple effect of all the lives that they're impacting, and to have a, a small piece of that, uh, uh, or you know, responsibility for a, a piece of that, um, it, it's a it's a great thing, and one of the best parts of our jobs, I think. You know, and you know, you and I are both musicians, and and we love uh, we love music, um, and and we we uh, we make many many references to that, and and I know that you have a great love for this album. And, and, and in fact, uh, it, it, was it, the, was this, was this the first episode of your podcast? 
that was the first episode of my, uh, I do a podcast called Vines and Vinyls, where I, I pair wine with, with, a, with a classic album. And there was no question about it that I was going to start that series, which is now in the third year um, with Miles Davis, Miles Davis with uh, Kind of Blue. It's just, it's timeless. It's a classic. Yep. It, it is. I, I put this on, on a small level of, of, of masterpieces. And, you know, the, the great thing about this album is that even though Miles Davis is, this is his album, this is very much an album. This is very much John Coltrane's album. This is very much Cannibal Adderley's albums. This is very much Bill Evans's album. Um, talk with me. Let's, let's riff on this, man. You know, how, how, what, what's, what's a crosswalk with this album to, to leadership and, and what we do? Well, I would say, you know, even just, you know, jazz in general, one of the things that, and the older I get, this has been a, a, a development too, the older I get, the more I, one of the things I appreciate about jazz uh, and live music in general is the, you know, the, the improvisation of just going off and, and going out of feeling and, and going through and exploring and that each time is a little different. Um, and, you know, giving each member in the band a chance to, to shine, you know, and a lot of uh, the albums, you know, there, there might be a spot where the drummer just takes over uh, for a little bit. And I saw a live uh, jazz performance not too long ago in Ann Arbor and it's, you know, he just took it and ran with it. And, you know, it might be the bass player. Um, it might be the saxophone, but giving those, you know, those chances to shine. And I think sometimes just by the spur of the moment, the way it happened, but also the way it all connects and comes back together because there's a, there's a, a rhythm, a theme that, and, and that album is, is wonderful at it of there's that common thread, that theme that's going through all the way through uh, and all the magic that happens in between with the chemistry and the synergy of uh, all the players. I, I would agree with you there. Beautifully stated, John. And, and that theme, you know, often, um, and, and what I love about this album, I mean, and, and some of this, um, there, there's a great book about the, the, I'm sure you're familiar with it. Ashley Kahn wrote a great book about this album, you know, called Kind of Blue, The Making of a Masterpiece. And, and, and the story is, is that, you know, Davis came into the studio and gathered, you know, all these great got these great players together and, and had like scraps of, of notes uh, or just chord changes, not, not, not even melody and just said, let's, let's go. Um, and, and that theme to me, when, when you mentioned theme that, that kind of unifying thread that holds the song together or, or recurs, or you, you, you come back to, it's like the vision of a school, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's the shared vision. It's that, it's that core that, that, that holds us together. I also love too, in, in jazz and, and, and I've, Miss seeing, uh, I've, I've, now I got to get out and see some live jazz, <laughs> but, but I love it when, and you can almost hear it in this album, the joy that each other takes when somebody else plays. I mean, you can, you can almost see, you know, for example, you know, when, when, um, you know, when Coltrane and, and, and Adderley start kind of battling it out, you just kind of see, Maybe my, I just imagine Miles Davis just kind of, you know, smiling that nod. I mean, you, you've been in bands and played Absolutely. before. Something, there's just something magical in a band when when you lay out and you're taking it in. 
um, and and you're seeing your bandmate play and 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 shine almost very similar. Here's another album, man, that that I I, I know that you have affection for, Dave Brubeck Quartet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know if you have you ever seen the any any of the clips of Dave Brubeck, uh, the original quartet play Take Five. No. Give give yourself this is your homework assignment for anybody okay. that's tuning in, but kind of like that that smile that nod. I love it when Dave Brubeck. If you, I'll have to send it to you. You can probably yeah, please do. Yeah, but, but Dave Brubeck is just staring um, admiringly at Paul Desmond when he's playing. Uh, and then there's another point when when that famous drum solo by by Joe Morello happens, and the entire band just kind of look stops. You know, they're all looking, and they're just like, nah, man, you look at our brother. Look, look, look at this cat. Dig this cat. You know, um, another great album where again. Players are playing together and playing over and under each other and then giving each other the space to lead, to solo, to shine. It's a great album. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, it's so, I think you mentioned that word joy of, you know, that joy is better when it's shared. And whether that's in a schoolhouse, whether that's on the stage with a band, um, you know, that's where that that magic comes in from. Absolutely. Um that hopefully and I, and I do this so, so often in the in, in the podcast i get meta i hope that this is a moment go back and rewind what 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 john just said 15 10 seconds ago joy is much better when it's shared and 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 you can apply that from whether you're a teacher whether whether you're a leader that, that that's that's a mic drop that's a podcast uh pause and and what what did john just say moment uh so thank you for sharing that man um speaking of john coltrane another one um another kind of great variation on 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 a theme what, what john was referencing my favorite things where you hear this theme the melody of, of that famous song from sound of music and then they take it they take it to a whole nother level um with jazz that beautiful piano solo by mccoy tyner again Coltrane lays out, Tyner starts playing, and, and it becomes a whole new thing, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got some, got some classics there in your hands there today, Sean. Yeah. Well, speaking of classics, I told you I'd have a surprise for you. Um, I went in the archives, and I found another interesting vinyl. <laughs> of Superman. <laughs> You ever grow up with one of these, man? Did you ever have these? I, I totally did. I yep. I had a record player in my room, and I listened to a lot of Superman records. Uh, I had Star Trek records with the full episodes. Uh, I miss those days of uh, yeah. It wasn't just music back then; it was the stories too. I, I knew you would appreciate this. Um, Love it. Did you did you have this one growing up? Uh, alien alien I creatures. Think I had that one, and I had several. I mean, look at the cover. I mean, this is I mean, that's, a, that's, that's a money cover right there. Absolutely. Book and record set and and went a dollar forty nine. And I don't know when this came out. I must have been this was first grade for me. So I, I this was probably circa oh well nineteen seventy five. Were those uh, Power Records? Power Were Records, man. Yeah. With the forty five. Yep. Yep. And, I had several. Yep. And, and it was a whole, and then what was great about this for those of, and again, John and I are totally dating ourselves, right? <laughs> but you'd, you'd put it on the record, you'd have a comic, you know, and then you'd have the little, the little ding, yep. you know, 
Chime it right page. through. To, yep, tell you when to turn the page. Yeah. And 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 you would read along, and and I mean, high high production values. You know, when you think about it, for the oh, time. absolutely. I'm I'm actually amazed that the older I get of the quality of some of the the kid things that we had back back in the day. Absolutely. I would agree, and I and I and I played this thing into the ground. And the fact that, I mean, the, the vinyl, I don't know if you can see it. I mean, it's still in pretty good condition. Oh, yeah. Um, it's still, it's still, uh, it's, it's, it's heavy. I mean, I don't know if this is 180 gram, but, but. Um, Holds up. Uh, Power Records based in Newark, New Jersey. So for those of you that are in New Jersey listening, if you have a connection to the Power Records label, um, you know, and, and, and the buzzword here was. The action comes alive yep. as you read power. I mean, look at that logo. They're not fooling around here. Oh no. Yep. <laughs> so, and then and then on the back, you know, and I love this, you know, I would, you know, man, I, I gosh, I gotta get, you know, the fan, the fantastic four and power records. Wow. I mean, look at that. Oh, yeah. There was always something new to save up for. Yep. <laughs> exactly. You know, and then of course, if you look carefully here. See if I can show you. You'll appreciate this. The team that we were talking about. Look at that lineup there. Yep. Inset cover: Batman, Robin, and Superman running together. Yep. Running together. For world's finest. World's finest, right there. Right. So for for you as as an aficionado of of, of comics and 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 superheroes, you know I I make mention of the Beatles quite a bit in faculty meetings if I can, or you know to to cross some sort of meaning or, or, or parable. So, so for you is, do you, do you have a, a, a crosswalk that you make to either Superman or some aspect of, 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 you know, his adventures and, and you use that as a setup for a leadership lesson or, or something, or it, it might not be Superman, but you know, you mentioned Star Trek or. Yeah. I, uh, it, my very first presentation that I ever gave, um, which, oh gosh, is you know, seven or eight years ago now, first time I spoke in front of a group at a conference, the name of the session was called Leadership Lessons from Captain Kirk. And the whole point of it was that, you know, Captain Kirk is not the smartest guy in the room. That's Mr. Spock. And he's not the best at figuring out how to get the engines to go. That's Scotty, you know, and he's not the best, you know, with the communications department. That's Uhura. And the, the point of it was that a good leader knows how to not only tap into the strength of the team around, uh, you know, him or her, but more importantly, that he never looked, because if you thought about it, that could be a really intimidating spot to be in. If, just think about it. If everyone in the room knew the person next to you was the smartest person in the room. Mm -hmm. And not only was he not intimidated by it, he... Uh, encouraged it you know he would refer people to to spock and relied on it and they also had a of course a beautiful friendship that threaded throughout that whole team of leadership um and so i guess you know that's always been i've tried many times whether it's you know with superman or star trek or you know music like we talked about with with jazz um anything that somehow can relate to someone else you know my vision of leadership um and, and sometimes it takes a lot of different, um, you know, I'm lucky, I have a lot of interests, um, but it's nice of putting that out there because maybe one of those interests is going to be something that sparks something in someone else and says, oh yeah, I can connect with that. Whether that's live music or the superhero genre or 
you know, Star Trek or traveling or whatever it is. Um, I feel like as leaders, the more interests we have and uh, that we're passionate about, the the more opportunities we have to connect with others and ignite their passion. That's uh, that's beautifully stated, and uh, I uh, I love the the notion of of taking James Tiberius Kirk and and connecting that to leadership lessons. It's something several episodes ago I talked about uh, with my good pal uh, Jeff Howard. Uh, who who waxed very eloquently about the you know Kirk as this this leadership model, and even though he is the captain, and even though he sits in the best chair on the bridge, he has surrounded himself with folks that are better than he is and smarter than he is, and and playing off all of those those talents. There's a great scene in Star Trek um, Generations. Uh, the the, uh, the the kind of the passing of the torch between the old generation and the new generation, uh, Kirk and Picard on Viridian Three. Guys, we're totally geeking out here. By the way, <laughs> we've gone down the rabbit we've, hole. We've, gone, we've gone down the rabbit hole, but they're on Viridian Three, trying to stop Soren from you know causing the Nexus wave to destroy you know this this galaxy. And uh, Picard and Kirk, the two captains, have this moment. Where, where they're trying to figure out, they're trying to strategize what, what to do. And, and Kirk says, listen, if, if I'll, I'll get the, the, the launch, the, the, the hand, whatever it is, that pad or whatever it is to, um, you know, do whatever they it got is. The force field. Yeah. They got yeah. the force field. You need to work on the launcher. And, and, and Picard says, why don't the two of us, again, I'm paraphrasing this. Why don't the two of us go down and take out the launcher first? And Kirk says, no. You take out the launcher. I'll worry about getting the pad. And 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 Picard says, "Listen, we gotta we we gotta work together." And and, and Kirk says, "No, we, we are, are working together. Yep. You know, yeah. we are. You know, uh, just such a great leadership moment." Um, and 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 I love when that happens as 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 a principle. You know, when when you're strategizing and you huddle up with whoever, and and okay, you go here, you go there, and well, wait a minute, well, no. We're, we're working together, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Out. All right, I'm going to go one more on you with that. Following that thread, Kirk's Please. last words uh, in that scene where he says, and his dying words, he says, it was fun. And I said, I always hope that that's the last thing I say as I retire and step out of the schoolhouse. And, uh, you know, when that day comes, I hope that those are the words that come out of my mouth. And I say, it was fun. Yeah, so. that... Um... Such a powerful, powerful scene. And, um, you know, for those of you who've not seen Star Trek Generations, we, we've just spoiled the ending of the film. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, it's been around long enough that, yeah. but, but it is, it is, the, no, I, you know, and, and, and I probably can't think of a better conclusion to this episode because it was indeed fun, uh, John. And, um, and what, and what a great mindset to have, you know, being, principle and and being a leader in whatever gig that it is i mean there are there are rough days and there are challenging days but but ultimately it is fun it really is and 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 the fact that and i think part of that fun john is is the joy that we get to share together with others to make a difference again another, again another generation's uh, nod there um got to make a difference, you know, if you're going to sit in that chair, you know, and, and, and that's what we do. So, 
Um, John Winstrom, I am so grateful for, for you. Uh, I know that uh, your assistant principal and uh, the, the, the 600 odd fifth and sixth graders that, that get to have your leadership. I know that they're having fun and I know that they're learning and growing in Riley Upper Elementary School. I also know that you are, are also making impact on a national level as, as the Zone 6 Board of Directors for the National Association of Elementary School Principals. And you and your AP are going to be presenting? We are. I said uh, we're we're going to be presenting this summer at National Harbor uh, for the NAASP uh, annual conference. And I said um, I, I've had the opportunity to present before, but this is a special uh, time because uh, I'll be presenting with my assistant principal, with Allie Gray. Um, and not only is it her uh, first time uh, at a national conference, it's her first time presenting. So I, I said nothing like, you know, go big or go home. And so she's jumping right into it. Um, but I think it's going to be a, a fantastic opportunity for the two of us to talk about. We're talking about building that dream team and empowering others. So, um, you know, as we said, you know, it's better when you're sharing that and, and working together as a team. And Sean, I want to take a moment um, because we don't always get to do this with the people that uh, do inspire us and help us along the way. I want to say thank you. Um, long before this episode and, and years ago, you know, when I was first going through Twitter and I came across that hashtag celebrate Monday, um, it inspired me. Um, you inspired me and, you know, your love for the Beatles. I certainly have a love for the Beatles. Um, and again, it's you sharing some of those things that you're passionate about that helps spark that in others. So, um, while we're here together, I need to take that opportunity and say, thank you, my friend. Oh, you are you are very welcome, John. You are you are somebody that that I admire, and I'm grateful that that I am a a, a small part of of the impact that you make. You you took you 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 took Celebrate Monday. You're taking Celebrate Monday to a whole level that I couldn't possibly dream of uh, when when I strung those two words together. And uh, I'm I'm just I take great joy in in sharing in in that with you, my friend. So. Uh, I'm thank thank you for those words. I know um, we I'm great we 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 were kind of tied to a little project uh, that that we're working on, and I I'm grateful that you're a part of that. More on that in in future episodes, uh, my friends that are tuning in. But I'm I'm grateful that uh, we will be under uh, the umbrella of of a of a book um, with with other great great leaders and contributors. And I'm honored that that you're going to be a part of that with me. Um, and now, and then you also made mention of your upcoming gig, um, at, uh, at the NASIP, um, conference, uh, in Baltimore. And, and I was thinking about not going, you may have just convinced me I'm not far. Um, it's on the same coast and, and, uh, you know, man, that, that just gives me excuse to, to meet you in person. Um, and, uh, I love it. And, and and cheer for you um, from the front row of your your presentation. So Baltimore, it's about an eight hour seven hour drive, not not too far, um, and, and 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 could be done. So um, that's my old stomping grounds too. I lived in the in the D.C. Maryland, okay. so uh, I know I know that area very well. So time to come back. Time to come back, Sean. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. And if folks want to follow you and follow. Uh, all the great things that you do for Celebrate Monday and follow you on Twitter. What's what's the best way folks can connect with you and follow you? So my Twitter handle is at John J-O-N 
underscore Wenstrom, W-E-N-N-S-T-R-O-M. So at John Wenstrom, John underscore Wenstrom. And uh, I'm on Facebook just as Jonathan Wenstrom. And I try to put out the positive uh, every week of what's going on and uh, not only in our school, but in our profession. Awesome. John, thank you for, for making our profession um, so much better. And, uh, and you exemplify so many good things for leaders to emulate and, and to be inspired from. Uh, again, John Winstrom, thank you so much. This is the Principal Liner Notes podcast. This is episode 106. We'll have to figure out if there is a, is, is 106 got any um, a connection to Superman or, mm. or can we, can we, is that a special number? I don't know, man. We'll have to make it, we'll have to make it a special number. We have to, we'll have yeah. to come up with something. I'm sure between the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get the guys in the, uh, the principal <laughs> Minor Notes podcast archive team to the crack staff there to <laughs> research and, and to see if there may be, you know, maybe Superman 106 was some, significant episode or issue maybe it was a team up maybe it was a partnership yeah maybe it was a partnership maybe that was the you know maybe when superman and batman came came together um my friends there is always a flip side to to the record or in 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 some cases there may be an interesting inset to to the record and and john and i hope to catch you on that flip side uh, cheering for you and and doing what we can to help you do and be your very best. Thank you so much for for being here, John. Don't forget, listeners, that the world needs your dreams, your gifts, and all of the the jazz and and music that you make because you help make the world a better place and the world needs it and you are and we are better for it this is the principal liner notes podcast this is john wenstrom i'm so grateful to be a bandmate with you john also we're going to celebrate we're so if those of you that are listening we're celebrating monday right man yep you betcha i'll be celebrating as ted lasso so you bet awesome well john i believe in you and uh again Principal Liner Notes Podcast, episode 106. I don't want this to end. I'm just having a great I know. <laughs> I like the longest sign-off in, in, in history. But but anyway, <laughs> we got all, all all things must come to to an end. Catch you on the flip side. Thanks again and peace. Thank you, Sean.